them. Good morning, friend. Good morning, friend. Good morning, friend. Yes, I'm feeling like a million since I got you living in. Of a whole with different feelings to be built. Giving distinction to the role, different players, different strokes. But let me tell you about one thing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Okay, we're back. Boy, that was a fast hour. That was a really fast hour. Uh, Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and Nelsa Cox, owner of the Garden Hut. It was nice enough to come in this morning, and she brought peanuts from Peanut Town. <laughs> Roxabelle. Roxabelle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Dark chocolate-covered peanuts. Mm-hmm. Ooh, do I love them. I, I, I can't resist. It's going to happen. I'm taking sweet Melissa some white chocolate covered peanuts. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Ann's got the sugar. Yeah, candied peanuts. Candy well, it looked like a lot of sugar in there. And at the yeah. break, I broke into the Carolina Cajun peanuts. They're pretty okay. good. They're not hot enough though for you, no, are they? They're not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Before we head out to the farmers market, Herb has been waiting at Apex. Herb, good morning. How can we help you, my friend? Uh, you mean you mean Herman, right? Oh well, he said uh, we, you had a guy. Greg Greg wrote out a herb, <laughs> so uh, we we just had a herb. I guess he had herb on his mind. So Herman okay. from Apex, yeah. yeah. I need some advice on what to do with my nine and a half foot high Norfolk Island pine, which was sent to my father-in-law's funeral eleven years ago. We kept it in inside in front of a big bay window, and it got some sunlight. Um, I started keeping it on the deck. Uh, during the winter times, I would put it in the garage and roll it out on days where the weather was going to be mild. So can I plant the thing? Um, you know, our climate up here is not really right for it, I don't think. No. And, no. You can cut it back, but you cannot plant it. It will not survive. It's a very okay. tropical plant. Yeah, Norfolk Island is way out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. South Pacific. <laughs> So. Okay, well, that's, uh, that's all I needed. I mean, even as crazy a year as it is, Herman, it, it yeah. you can't even do that. I'm, yeah, you can uh, root prune it. Uh, I would advise doing it in the spring, uh, but yeah. root prune it and uh, top it and, uh, you know, pot it back up and, and wait another few years for it to get that tall and then repeat. Okay. All right, we'll do it. It just has some sentimental value to it. Sure. Well, absolutely. You want to take good care of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you all. Thank you so much, Herman. Please call us again. Sure. Thank you. Bye. If you hear some crackling, Rufus has busted open the <laughs> package trying. of peanuts. Or, yeah, yeah, are you yeah, trying to open it? He hasn't got it open yet. All right, go ahead and open it, and we'll, then we'll get back <laughs> to our business. <laughs> you might have to stick your pen in it. I don't want you to bust a vessel. I... I I have some scissors on my knife here. If you'd like to, if you'd like well, me to get into it, I mean, I, 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 I'm just let let Nelsa open yeah. it for you. Pass that booger over here. <laughs> it's gonna be. But be sure you pass it back. Okay. <laughs> okay. There we go. 
This is just Sam McKeever's uh, the manager <laughs> of the State Farmers. Well, we need a manager. Sam, uh, how would you handle this? We've got we're trying to get into a peanut bag. I'm feeling kind of left out. I'm not going to I bet Sam is a real man and carries a pocket knife. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I do have a pocket knife. I do have that. You know, I don't carry them anymore because I lost so many back when I was able to fly. They've confiscated more good knives, and so I just quit carrying a pocket knife, and yeah. I've got to get back to being a real man now and carry a pocket yeah. knife. I got I got some one with some scissors. Oh, and I stuff like on that. Here. You know, like that? Yeah, mm. it's got a blade and everything. Mm. Mercy, real light. Oh, <laughs> Is it good, Rufus? Um, mm, he looks like mm, Bob Garner. Mm. <laughs> Oh, he, he does. Eyes are rolling like back in his head. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sam, uh, so <laughs> have you got anything to match these good peanuts out there? I think we got something might compete with it. I don't know. <laughs> give it a run for its money. Yeah. So why don't we start with uh, the farmer's shed? I, I bet there's still some apples out there because I, I, my wife bought some the other day out there. Yeah, still got plenty of apples, uh, Gala, Fuja, Granny Smith, Roma, uh, Red and Gold Delicious, Honeycrisp. That's just a few of the uh, varieties we got down there this morning. Uh, got cider, apple cider, uh, dried apple. Mm. Um, got all kinds of uh, greens, uh, collards, turnips, spinach, kale, mustard. And I'll tell you what, the collards and the sweet potatoes were hauled out of here this week. Mm. Uh, people getting ready for Thanksgiving. Um do you use uh, Fatback or Ham Hock or Streaky Lean or what for your collars? I guess everybody ran in a hunter for that, I guess. And, yeah. Uh, Which do you use? Um, Fatback's usually what Fatback, we use. Fatback, yeah. We're a Fatback crowd. Yeah. So Okay. Well, continue on. What else uh, you got yeah. out there? Yeah. Uh, cabbage. I see lettuce, uh, beets, radishes, uh, Brussels sprouts, rutabagas. Uh, carrots, cauliflower, uh, cilantro, garlic, mushrooms, onions, uh, cut herbs, uh, pecans, and they've already got those shelled for you. Mm. Uh, red and white potatoes, uh, acorn, butternut, and spaghetti, uh, winter squash. Uh, got tunnel grown strawberries coming in, uh, peanuts. We still have some tomato squash, cucumbers, and peppers coming in. Won't be long for that stuff switches over to tunnel grown stuff. Uh, honey, and uh, we got plenty of firewood as well. Man, you got plenty of stuff out there. We sure, sure do. But wow. you got some Christmas trees out there too. Oh yeah, well that was the next thing I was going to ask <laughs> yeah, you about. Uh, yeah, we got a we got a plethora of Christmas trees, uh, and uh, I tell you what, they were they were loading them up and carrying them out uh, yesterday, and I imagine today will be much the same. Uh, all kinds of trees, different uh, sizes and shapes and uh, heights, and uh, got wreaths, garland, uh, bows, uh, centerpieces. Uh, Got a got a huge selection of it too. So I heard a, a Christmas well a garden center owner down east say that they down in Carteret County say they had 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 trouble that there was somewhat of a shortage this year that is continuing I guess because during in two thousand eight during the recession the planter the the uh, folks up in the mountains didn't grow as many didn't plant as many and so they. They, I don't that know. is true. Uh, they're expecting to be a little bit short this year, uh, so you uh, better get out there uh, and get one. So you need, yeah, you need to come out here early and get one because if you wait to, if you're one of those that wait kind of the last few days before Christmas, you, you're you're you might not find the size. Yeah, the size is is the problem because there there are a lot of short ones, I guess, that are still out in the mountains, but you can't uh, you don't want to cut those. 
uh, mostly, and uh, there are a few people that might have one for the kids. But you want to. Most people like six, eight foot, ten foot tall one. Mm-hmm. So get out there yeah, early that for that. It's a little bit short. You know, I think a few years back we had a plethora of trees. Uh, yeah. had had huge supplies, which was good for the consumer because uh, you, you had a lot to choose from, and mm-hmm. the prices were actually down. So now we're in the, we're in a cycle that's the exact opposite of that. So. Right. All right, well, then you have all that goes with it, I'm, I'm sure. And, oh, and a lot of definitely. talented wreath makers uh, pop oh, up at yeah, the farmer's they're, they're market. Unbelievable. Uh, and uh, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's an art to it, I tell you that. I, I, I've, uh, I've actually tried doing it myself a couple times, and I'm not, I'm not as good as they are. Really tough. You've you got to have a good eye for it, but you've got yeah, str- yeah. to have strong hands, too. That's right, that's right. Yeah. But... Uh, I, I love uh, the magnolia leaves mixed in with with some uh, Fraser fir and a few other things like that. It's uh, yeah. it's nice, good it combination. Sure yeah. So uh, what about uh, uh, you? Got any other plant growers out there? Or are they? We do have a, plant, a few plant of our plant vendors. Uh, we've got some trees and shrubs, uh, pansies, violas, uh, boxwoods. Uh, we've got some indoor plants as well. So. Uh, yeah, be sure to come check those out and all. They also have some live Christmas trees too. If you're if you're looking for live trees to plant in your yard, they uh, they have some of those out here as well. Are they pines or? They're pines. I think they have some spruces. Uh-huh. Uh, definitely don't have the Fraser fir. Yeah, they wouldn't work that, too that well. Won't make it in in the triangle area. Too hot. But uh, so yeah, but they have different varieties of stuff. So okay. And what about out of the market shops? We've got all kinds of great uh, baked good items up there, uh, cakes, pies, uh, breads, um, preserves, uh, sauces, um, North Carolina farm-raised meats, uh, eggs and cheeses, uh, a lot of uh, fruits and vegetables up there like citrus and things. Uh, if you're doing fruit baskets for Christmas, uh, there's some folks up there that can help you out with that. Um, you got North Carolina wines. Um Gift baskets. There's there's a lot of them that do put gift gift baskets together for folks for Christmas. Uh, I know Chatham Hill Winery does some of that too. You got local seafood. Uh, you got three two one coffee. Um, North Carolina hammocks and outdoor furniture. Um, Carolina crispy fry. Uh, soaps and hand lotions. Um, candies. Uh, so a lot going on up there. Now, when will Rufus be able to get a Rufus dog? I, I knew that, that. I knew that question was coming, <laughs> and uh, I was actually working on this again yesterday. We 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 we've kind of got the runaround on this thing, and I, I hope next week we have it resolved. If I don't have it resolved by next week, I'm I might have to uh, get uh, Rubis's legal services. Uh, All right. Well, well, well. I'm certainly sure that he would do that. But I was yeah, yeah, bring in I, Joe the bouncer. Or jo- the, yeah, absolutely. Or, or we the whip with his black whip or <laughs> yeah. whatever you need. <laughs> yeah. By the way, yeah, Sam, did you ever run down that uh, rumor I heard about there's going to be a glass shortage for preserves? Not a jar shortage? Yeah, are you starting a rumor, Rufus? Or? Well, I, I, I heard that just a couple weeks ago when I went by to buy my jelly and preserves for Linda's supply of uh, yogurt. Oh. And uh, I won't say what the lady's name is. But I hate to hear that. She said there might be a glass shortage. Oh, or a jar, jar shortage. Yeah. Okay, I hadn't heard that. Well, let me start. Well, Melissa's got some jars. She, I'm sure she'd be glad to donate. 
Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I want to start a good rumor. There you go. Are you enjoying those uh, peanuts, Rufus? <laughs> I am. Just, I, I am. If you hear some lip smacking in the background, Rufus is eating his peanuts. And he's licking his lips. <laughs> That's called licking, licking your chops. Ooh. I've got to put these aside. All right. And concentrate on the show. <laughs> yeah, worry about that jar shortage. Uh, you, Sim, you better better jump on that. You better find out. There are yeah, a lot of I'm jars in that place. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to go down and get me some uh, chocolate covered peanuts. So, what about the the uh, market restaurant? Uh, see, we've got the uh, North Carolina Seafood Restaurant. They open up at eleven a day and close at eight p.m. Uh, great seafood, give you plenty to eat. And of course, we got the State Farmers Market Restaurant. Uh, great country cooking. They start breakfast at six, and they serve it right up to three o'clock. And of course, uh, you can get all kinds of uh, good uh, vegetables and meats and things uh, up there at the uh, restaurant as well. Sure. Yeah. Great place. Uh, market Imports and uh, Superside. I'm sure still uh, moving right along. A lot of Christmas gifts at, at Market Imports. That's right. Great uh, gift opportunities up there. Uh, all kinds of uh, rolled iron, uh, furniture, home decor, fountains, uh, pottery. Uh, just a really neat place. Um, so yeah, you can definitely find some some good uh, gift items up there. Very good. Well, Sam, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. What's left of it, and uh, you have a great day, my friend. All right, y'all have a good weekend. All right. That's uh, Sam McKeever, the manager out of the State Farmer's Market, with us on WPTF 919-860-9783. Now, I think the only thing we left out in your your um, cascade of uh, blooms over here and plants is, the, is that a drift rose? It is. Uh, this is the apricot. Um, really a pretty one. Kind of a little bit of yellow, peachy pink to it. Yeah. Um, nice thick leaves. So, uh, you know. It's just a great plant to have that's flowering, what, November 27th, 8th, this, they, this late in the year. Yeah, they're, uh, I have a tequila sunrise, mm-hmm. I believe it is. It's a uh, more of a shrub rose mm-hmm. that that is blooming. Well, it's not blooming like crazy, but it's blooming. Yeah, that's a pretty one. It yeah. is. It's it's so unusual looking. It doesn't have a lot of fragrance, but it's, everything went into that bloom. It changes colors with it a different Yeah, it, it really does, and it uh, makes a nice boutonniere. Okay. I bet you've worn boutonnieres. Certainly did. Used to wear one at church every Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of the the um, great politicians in North Carolina used to wear flowers in their lapel, especially during the summertime. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF. It's 921. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. It's 925. You're listening to the WPTF Weekend Gardener, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Nelson, you've got a lot of things for uh to sell for the Christmas season inside, too. We've been talking about plants. You got some really interesting stuff in there besides peanuts. We do. I mean, gosh, we have lots of uh, uh, North Carolina food products, um, basically from the coast to the mountains. Um, Chapel Hill toffee, the poppy corn, just lots of little treats. Um, 
packages uh, with mixed mixed nuts, chocolates, uh, the barks, uh, like chocolate bark, peppermint barks. Um, we've got uh, old old school grits and their pound cake mix and their cornbread and jalapeno cornbread mixes and um, the old fashioned peppermints, old fashioned uh, little um, candy drops, and there's just a ton of food in there. Uh, Bertie County peanuts. Oh yeah. man, there's there's some wonderful, um, you know, ciders, mulling spices, hot chocolates. I mean, just all kinds of great little fun festive things. Um, but the Christmas shop itself, which um, you know, being shop small today, we were giving away uh, these. What I think these are what two ounces, three ounces, three ounce uh, peanuts. You can choose your A lot flavor. Of peanuts mm-hmm. in there. You choose your flavor. Um, but we also have. Um, I think 25% off ornaments, and uh, we've got a great selection of ornaments, both um, um, religion, angels, uh, farm scenes, whimsy, um, nature, birding trees. We've got the neatest birding stuff. I mean, they're little wreaths made out of bird seed or mm. or a little uh, reindeer made out of bird seed or um, just all kinds of uh, shapes. Um, they've been very popular. Pine cones, you know, made out of... Bird seed, just festive, fun to uh, hang outside, put outside for your birds. Um, just we're really stocked for um, with Cole's bird bird seed, um, great supply of that. Poinsettias, the Christmas cactus. Um, we're starting to give out a Christmas cactus. We, we've had about a hundred and sixty, and I, I think there's about forty left. I do have hopes I'll have some more coming in this week. But that's been a big, big, big seller for us. What's um, the best way to take care of a Christmas cactus? You don't, you don't want to overwater. You it. definitely don't want to overwater. So I would say, um, you know, again, depending on where you have it in the house, temperature-wise, but um, you know, check it for moisture once a week. Maybe let it soak up some water from the bottom, and then pour that off. Um, you know, if you want the blooms to last, kind of keep it in a cool room. Um, and you know they're just they're in their glory now. And same thing with poinsettias. I mean, you want to keep those little bitty flowers. We we I think we think of the flowers as the leaves, but they actually have these little tiny uh, flower buds in the tops of them. And you want to keep those from falling off to preserve the plant. So keeping it uh, you know in a cooler room or cooler temperatures best. Watering again from the bottom up. If you have them in foil hats or pots, you know you want to be careful that you're not letting it sit in water. Um, but just the amazement of the styles and colors of poinsettias are, are fabulous. Um, so we've got a pretty good supply of that. More coming in um, this week. Um, House plants still look great. Succulents. Um, just it, the store looks fantastic. It's, you know, um, COVID friendly, if you will. Um, Social distancing. Yeah, y'all, y'all have done a great job with that. Yeah. So, uh, but thank you for asking. It's, it's a neat. When place. are you going to have more food trucks? Rufus and I had a great time out there. That mm. was a good time. Um, we'll we'll need to uh, to try to get that in the works again, mm-hmm. um, whether it happens this year or not. But um, that was a lot of fun. It was a different angle for us to look at it, and it worked out well. Sure did. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF, 919-860-9783. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All righty. 
Please, uh, please do join us. Mike Rayleigh here, and uh, Ann Clapp is there, and Brother Rufus uh, right across He's the there. way. <laughs> He's there. He's there. Still got some peanuts, Rufus? Chomping away. No, I, I put those in into the the out the the back pasture. Okay, well that's good. Won't be able to just one at a time. Just one at a time. Just no. And Nelson Cox has joined us from the Garden Hut in Fuquay Arena. You were talking about birds and. Cranberries find a place on our table this time of year, and birds enjoy cranberries as well. And our friends at Wild Birds Unlimited at Falls Center in Raleigh and Crescent Common Shopping Center in Cary are giving you a chance to win a cranberry cylinder and 20 pounds of their choice blend bird seed. Mm -hmm. Register to win the prize by going to either the WPTF Facebook page or the Weekend Gardener Facebook page. And uh, the prize will be given away on December 6th. So go to WPTF's Facebook page or the Weekend Gardener Facebook page right now. So good luck to you. hope a lot of people do that, and we'll remind you about that uh, today. 919-860-9783. Neil is in Durham. Neil, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hi. Yes, good morning. Yes, sir. How can we help you? Long-time listener. Love your show. Thank you. Is this the first time you've ever called us? Yes. Well, I think you deserve a round of applause yeah. from, from everybody. Yeah, Neil, for Neil. Thank you very much thank for you. calling. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sure. I have a problem that I'm, I'm, I'm hoping you can help me with, but um, I may even stump you. So here you go. And it relates to my lawn. We recently, well, not recently, starting back in September, um, we had a lot of weeds and all sorts of stuff growing in our lawn. And our the, the fellow who cuts our grass said you should kill it off and replant the lawn. So we, we killed it with some Roundup, um, killed it, uh, and and put some, some manure down uh, and some topsoil and replanted it. And in certain areas, the seed was not germinating. So we... we, we we noticed we had grubs, um, but we killed the grubs off, and, and, and that was fine. But there's a couple areas where we noticed it wasn't growing, and it appears that, um, that these little tiny snails um, were coming uh, 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 out of the soil. We even saw them on the, on the concrete uh, driveway. And... Um, we have no idea what they are, but uh, we're, we're, they're probably contributing to not letting the grass germinate. Have you ever heard or, or seen uh, something like this? Um, well, first of all, um, what type of grass seed did you put out? Oh, uh, fescue. Um, tall fescue, they say. Okay. Do you know what kind of tall fescue? Was it a blend of tall fescue? Oh, gosh. Um I, I, I don't know. I got it at Home Depot. It was a big bag at Home Depot. So it probably had uh, at least two or three different varieties. Or, or not. It. Or not, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the You wouldn't happen to have the the bag, or is it, did you throw it away? Oh, I, I threw it away. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, that's okay. It was, um, well, it all grass seed is uh, not created equally. So if you look at a bag... Um, Typically, from a box store, it will have um, the 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 least um, required percentage rate of 
germination um, as well as viability. So if if you know if say if you bought a twenty five pound bag and you multiply that by the percentage, um, then and then that by the pound, um, you probably are planting sixteen to seventeen pounds of real viable grass seed. In, from a 25-pound bag. Okay. So that right out the gate look, versus if yeah, you... Have you ever heard of, of that? Like, um, heard of what now? Like snails or... or Now, snails do get in there, but I, I don't know that that uh, I've ever heard of grubs or it can yeah. be a problem. Yeah, but, but again, I'm just going to uh, regress here, but it's important to know what seed you're putting in your lawn and yeah, how much of it definitely. you're putting in your lawn. The next thing I would say is, um, did you roll the grass seed so that you got a seed soil contact, or and then then after that, did you uh, top dress it with 50% wheat straw? Um, and is it a sunny area? Is it a shady area? It's it's a sunny area and. Um no, we didn't put down straw and, and didn't roll it. We just um, um, we had a, a you know one of those Scotts um, uh, broadcast spreaders. That we right. Had. Yeah. Okay. So um, and again, I think you said you had put soil and manure down, so you had this yeah. loose soil. Uh, was there any aeration at all, or was it just put on top of compact soil? Yeah. No, it was definitely aerated by the by the bellow cut. Okay. okay. Okay, so that's good. Um, but again, if that so- that seed is just laying on top, I mean, you have birds that probably gathered a lot of it. Um, and then, you know, that's one of the reasons to put the straw down at a 50% coverage is so that you remain retain some moisture, you help prevent the birds from getting it all, um, and you just get a better germination rate. Uh, it also avoids you know, runoff. Um, okay. So, yeah, I certainly we one of our sponsors is is one of the best in the business, Wyatt Quarles, and mm-hmm. they are in Garner, and they have been growing seeds since the eighteen hundreds, and uh, that's that's really top rated seeds, really uh, for germination and yeah. It, if you could ever get someone to show you a, a seed label and compare it, uh, say like a Wyatt Quarles seed, as Mike's referring to, to a box seed. It's even though they both may say Kentucky Thirty One or they both may say Tall Fescue, you you would be amazed that you know on the one hand you're paying more, but you're planting twenty three or twenty three and a half pounds of a twenty five pound bag of viable seed versus you planting fifteen pounds of a twenty five pound bag of viable seed. So you you gotta it's it's just like shopping for groceries. You got to know what's on the label. Yeah, sure. it really is. 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 it too late now to, to put down seed, or should, should we wait till springtime? Mm. Um, you could probably do some annual ryegrass. Um, that would probably come up and, and but that's going to die. In, yeah, that's going to die right. in May, and so that's going to stabilize your soil, give you some green, and then you can kind of refocus. Um, Mike's really good about telling people to go to the NC uh, Turffiles dot org, and that give you the opportunity to research. Um, uh, you know, and and then start over again, kind of March, April. Yeah, right. but you're you're still not going to get the germination in in the spring that you would in the fall because right. Uh, right. the fescue does not like our right. our hot weather. Now, if you went went for a warm season grass in late spring, 
then uh, you would have probably a better luck if, as long as you don't have any shade. If you've got full sun, yeah, a warm season grass is going to probably perform right. much better for you. So I hate to complicate things for you. I wouldn't. I think Nelson's point was I wouldn't worry as much about the the pests as I as I would uh, the germination rate and the cultural practices. Yeah, and and then to address your actual question about the pest, um, you know, it could be that you know I don't know what type of irrigation you're you're doing to help help this seed germinate, but. Um, you know, if it's staying damp or wet right there on that top surface, and and we have had uh, some some gully washers, gully washers. Yeah. So, I mean, that could have something to do with it. Um, you know, I don't know if your manure was uh, came in bulk and came from a, a sterilized source or even your topsoil. So, just kind of knowing the source of all those, there's a lot of factors that could play into what's yeah, going on. topsoil you really have to be careful with because you can get a lot of noxious weeds in in topsoil sometimes mm-hmm. so sure i see um that's helpful one more question um i was thinking maybe we should have our soil tested Is, would, would you recommend that yeah that oh. you know that that, prob- that probably <laughs> would have been, would have been yeah should have been done before this so you would know what to, but anytime is fine now this time of year, would you? I don't. It's a nominal amount uh, part of the year because farmers are you know, using it. Yeah, it's uh, probably a good time system. to do it. Cause, yeah, it probably is. Yeah, yeah. Who, who who would do that for me? The North Carolina um, Extension, or it's not Extension, but the North Carolina State University. Yeah, there's a soil lab, but yeah. you can you can. There are several ways you can do it. You can call the Durham County Extension yeah. Service, and you can get a little box and yeah. and dig down. It'll have instructions. You dig down about yeah. six inches get a, from yeah. different parts of the landscape, mm-hmm. and you put it in the box, and you can take it to, to Raleigh to the soil lab, mm-hmm. which is on Reedy Creek Road, or you can um, – I'm, I'm not sure what – services the the extension service has but i would ask the extension service or uh, if you have a local garden center mm-hmm. they, they might be able to help yeah you. i know our, nelson would yeah for our local um, customers or or those that come in we we have those those soil boxes uh to hand out for folks um that need to get vegetable gardens or turf or lawn or landscape beds tested okay okay sounds good You've been really helpful. I appreciate it. Call us anytime, Neil. I appreciate you calling in with that question because a lot of people are are in the same boat. Absolutely. You have a great rest of your week. You too, my friend. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of people have it's it's tough. It's a you know it it I, I know that we have uh, some good sponsors who who mm-hmm. do lawn care stuff, and sometimes it's it's cheaper to get the professionals to do yeah. it, and rather yeah. than buying willy-nilly garden uh, grass seed and trying to do it all yourself exactly. that's a lot of work it and is. it can be very expensive to mm-hmm. to do it yourself so those are things you you have to weigh some people really love uh, taking care of their lawn mm-hmm. the lawn grass and take great pride in it and i i admire people who do that mm-hmm. i have so many plants i have so much shade now that uh, the grass has really become secondary to everything else but you need some lawn grass i think for contrast if nothing else mm-hmm. uh, but if you neil like others if you got sun a lot of people don't have the the full sun you need at least six hours for for most of the warm season grasses they seem to be a little 
happier here. The fescue, we're kind of in a transition area, and it, it just just doesn't always work. So, um, but for the folks who have it, it it and and work and it works well for them, then um, you know keep up with that. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. More of the weekend gardener coming up on WPTF. It's nine forty nine. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. It's 9.52. You're listening to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. You know, when servicing your car, you need to, to know your cycle of service. That may sound a little strange, but your cycle of service begins the month you buy your car and that cycle does not necessarily match with the normal seasonal changes i know everything gets complicated well at king's auto service they'll they'll help out they will schedule your service intervals based on that cycle for those using synthetic oil and driving limited miles you may go through months past the normal service based on those miles and You'll need to schedule your service two to three times a year. During your service, Kings will check wipers, belts, tires, and transmission levels. For those of you currently driving a hybrid vehicle, the certified hybrid technicians at Kings Auto Service are now able to refurbish your high-voltage battery pack for less than the dealer will charge to replace it. This usually occurs around uh, maybe 150,000 miles or so. That, that's the average. So call Kings today to schedule a courtesy battery analysis. Kings Auto Service and Kings Correct Lube. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. The the folks at Wild Birds Unlimited have been great partners over the years and the weekend gardener. And uh, they have a special treat for you. Cranberries, of course. We use them at the – now, that's one thing out of the can I like. I'm probably different. I like the the canned cranberry sauce. That is good stuff. It's always good to me. So, but the the birds like the the cranberries and our friends at Wild Birds Unlimited at Falls Center in Raleigh and at Crescent Common Shopping Center in Cary are uh, going to give you a chance to win a cranberry cylinder. Wouldn't you like that, Rufus? A cranberry I, cylinder. I can't think of something I could. I love it. <laughs> and twenty pounds of their choice bird seed. Okay, and it is good stuff. There's no wasted seed with with all of their blends of uh, birdseed. So register to win this prize. It's a wonderful prize by going to either the WPTF Facebook page or the Weekend Gardener Facebook page right now, if you'd like. Prize will be given away on December 6th. So go to WPTF or the Weekend Gardener Facebook pages right now. And Good luck to you. We were talking off the air a bit about camellias. Yeah. Rufus, you said you've got a, a, a second bloom of, of some just, of yours? It just seems like they had bloomed their hearts out, and now, well, now I came they're back, doing it again. They're doing it again. Yeah. Perfect weather for them. Yeah. And I, I, I was just telling uh, Anna Nelson, I believe that my favorite one is, is something I call apple blossom, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is just... Well, that's a, a white. 
variety. Well, it? no, it's got it's, that it, touch it's, of pink in it. Got the touch of pink. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking about uh, my Linda or our Linda or uh, that our Linda. Our yeah. Linda. That's white, isn't it? Yeah, that different than well, your Linda. Well, that that's uh, close to Cleopatra. Huh. That's another one, and then of course the Cangeros, the dark the, the wonderful Yuletide. Yuletide is, is just, a great yeah. one. Yeah, the season, everybody needs a Yuletide. Mm-hmm. They really do. They are they're a little different. They 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 seem to grow a little slower and more upright. More, a little more upright. Yeah, uh, nice big center yellow stamen. Like you'll find on the Setsugekas with the, the Setsugekas. And the NC white. State Red. NC State mm-hmm. Red. Yeah. yeah, that's a favorite. And they typically bloom just a little bit later than some of the other camellias that you're talking about. They're the, supposed to. Rufus's Yuletide bloomed in at least in, in October. September, yeah. September, October. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, brought, I brought a bloom in. Yeah. That's incredible. But they are looking especially they good this are. year. Uh, they are. Um, There's some pretty ones out there. Mm. Shishigashira, which is more of the spreading one, and Mininoyuki, that's the white. They have multiple petals to them, and Bonanza, um, just so many wonderful camellias, fall-blooming camellias. Yeah, and some some are – are there any variegated for yes. us? Oh, Lord, yes. yes. I'm, see, I'm talking <laughs> to the variegate, variegation <laughs> queen here. They're red and white like they're – well, I'm talking about the leaves. Well, the, oh, yeah. they are. The, yeah. Some of the yeah. leaves are, yeah. yeah. I know that there are some very striking varieties that, yeah. that are yeah. red and white, for instance. Yeah. Uh, that's that's neat. So you can you can find most of what you want. I, I prefer the Sasanqua camellias, the more fall-blooming, the darker, smaller, darker leaves, yeah, yeah. than the uh, uh, Japonicas that supposed to bloom a little – Later in the year or mm-hmm. into the next year, but there January, are some February. colors on the on the japonicas that are just beautiful. Yeah, you're right. I've got quite a few japonicas flowering in my yard now. Yeah. No yeah. kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Pretty crazy. I've got a white one blooming right now. It's just as pretty as it can be. That's a japonica. That's a japonica. Now it's, they a white, are, it's a white japonica. They're a little more susceptible to leaves on a japonica. Is a little more susceptible to damage from sun. Mm-hmm. Than yeah. the Sasanquas? Yeah, I mean, and, and it's really, um, I mean, the foliage, yeah, they'll turn a lighter color, a lighter green, um, and the foliage can get a little burnt, but that's not what hurts it. It's when we have cold winter, freezing temperatures, and oh. those buds freeze, yep. and then the sun hits it, and it, it thaws it. So that process going back and forth, back and forth, it makes the bud abort. So you want to kind of m- avoid that morning eastern sun versus letting the plant naturally either stay frozen or naturally thaw. Yeah. Well, most people are all of the notion that if you have a, you say Sasanqua, it has to be blooming in the fall. If you say Japonica, it has to bloom in late winter, early spring. Not necessarily so. Certainly mm-hmm. not with the kind of weather we've been having. Yeah. Now. Well, the weather is certainly part of the deal, and – I, but I'm I, like Mike. I, I like my fall bloomers better. Yeah, I don't know why. I think that's the contrast. The There's darker so leaves. Other, mm-hmm. So much other stuff is blooming in the the spring of the year. Yeah, that that I I love the absolute uh, boldness. Of, I, of, I have I mean, a I have a prediction. I think I'm going to be sitting here at this table the third or fourth week of January or the second or third week of February, 
and we're going to be talking about camellia japonicas and how they're the greatest thing ever. <laughs> and I love them better than the fall. <laughs> we can't help ourselves. We some, love them all. Will you make sure you bring some samples in? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, we will definitely. We uh, love them all. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. All right. More of the Weekend Gardener. One more hour. Boy, we've zipped through two hours here already. Uh, join in. 919-860-9783.